Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thinker Girl, the podcast. Okay, Thinker Girl, the podcast, episode five. We're mixing it up this week in the house. I'm Stacey June uh, in Queensland. We've got, as usual, Danny Pollard. Where are you, matey? Hi, matey. I'm in New South Wales. And we've got um, a special guest who is really down south. (laughs) Like, how down south, Woody? I'm in Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> Tassie. How's Tassie? Is oh. it warm there yet or is it still freezing? Bloody freezing. Yes. It's um, so cold that I actually park. I've got a car park for work, but I'll park outside our office in a five-minute park for four hours and get a ticket just because I don't want to brace, brace the rain. Fair enough, too. Oh, Fair enough. <laughs> hey, I've got, to, I've got to announce while we're here that yeah. Woody is probably the only radio host in Australia that has a really good-looking male co-host. Oh, my God. Danny wants to root Nick so badly. No, Danny, I have been working on that for you. <laughs> I know. I love it. Every time we get off the phone, you're like, so when are you coming to Tasmania? And I'm like, only if I can stay at Nick's house. <laughs> so The thing is, he hasn't said no. So, okay, yeah. so maybe you do need to go to the Acras. Just to preface, we're all in radio. Um, it's This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, uh, bitches to bitches, um, and really not have to have any rules with what we talk about. Yeah. So we each bring a gem uh, to the table. And, Danny, that so introduces your gem, the fact that you are all over <laughs> getting laid with Woody's co-host. <laughs> And I think he knows it. Like, I'm so obvious. Poor Nick. And he's such a nice, sweet, shy guy. And I'm like, hi, Nick. You want it? (laughs) It it is that obvious. It really is. Like, you think it's, yeah, Stace, it is. Oh, I can hear that. And so can you tell us what your gem is, old mate? (laughs) My gem is women chasing men. (laughs) Wow. Horny bitch. Oh, you absolute horny monster. Yeah. No, look, look, here's the deal. So we're going to go with my gem, right? That's the vibe that I'm getting here. Yeah, you um, want it quickly, well, quickly just to give it a bit of a con, like, contents. Uh, Woody, what's your gem, mate? You know, I'm talking about 30 being a dirty word for women. Mm. And um, look, I've reached a new low. Yeah, <laughs> you're a liar, mate. That's liar. what you are. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be that person, but I'm ashamed to be 30. Yeah, well, we can relate right. to that. What oh. was mine again? I'm not ashamed anymore, but I'll save it for when we actually talk about it. All right. Otherwise, I'll get on a rant and oh. won't be able to stop me. Yeah. Yep, yep, oh, yep. I love mine, yours, mine is a bit taboo. <laughs> Two things. Sex. Ooh, 2013. Girls talking about sex. Yeah. Um, and sex and periods. Soz. Oh, it's, it's got a... <laughs> I know, <laughs> but... <laughs> How did that? Okay, how did that even come up for you? How does one go? Mm, what do I talk about tomorrow? Sex and periods. But I like to talk about things that people don't want. To, like people don't talk about. Let me guess. So you okay. found yourself in that situation where? Yeah, you had of course, to, yeah. of course. I thought I want to get laid this week yeah. with this and this. I'm having this date and this date. Is it going to happen? Then I got my period. I'm like, fuck. And I'm single. It's not like I'm in a relationship where yeah. you can, oh, can go. Can we just start with yours? We can talk about mine later. Well, um, 
<laughs> That's it, Go pretty on. much. <laughs> so basically, wanted to have sex, planned. Don't doesn't happen all the time for me at the moment. Uh, there's a bit of pressure on this particular instance because I've this guy's been on and off, on and off for a while, and mm-hmm. um and got my period and thought no way like it was just an absolute no deal for me um and often and I did that was it was a no deal when I was in my relation when I've been in past relationships too and I thought to myself uh (laughs) without being fucking Carrie Bradshaw and I thought um uh and I thought to myself wonder what other bitches do well, I'll tell you, other bitches do it when they're in a relationship. Enter Jem. Oh, I was in one and I didn't do it. So I Why? wanted to know. I, that, that shocks me. That surprises me. I don't what, like the what, feeling. Why do you guys do it? I don't like the feeling of I, uh, the control. That... I don't like the idea that it just there's does blood go on the sheets? I don't know. Yeah, but isn't that when you're at your horniest though? Like, well, that's, oh, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's when you're at your horniest. And I would, like, if you're in a relationship, I could get it more. But if it's just a new guy you've met and it's your first time, I probably wouldn't go there. And don't get me wrong, my boyfriend at the time was like, I don't give a shit, Stace, of course, you know. But I was like, nah, I kind of would go and then I'd be like, nah, 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 can't. Guys don't find it disgusting. That's the thing. It wasn't about the guys, though. It was about me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, guys don't care. So who is it for us or for them? Because I've been the same Mm. where it's like, oh, I really want to get into it Mm. and it's like, no, I've got my period. (laughs) And and I, I have done it before. Yeah, but do you don't do it a lot or? No, I don't do it a lot, but it was like the tail end and it was like, you know. It's making me clench my vagina. (laughs) Guys, am I disgusting? (laughs) I've I've never done it. I've never, don't answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Really? No, seriously, I've never done it like with someone that just like, you know, a guy that I've kind of been seeing or whatever, but. I had a, my last relationship, like, we do it all the time. He had no choice. I'd be like, no, babe, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's kind of cool. You just get so into it. And there's things, there's ways around it, like the shower, you True. know. True, I did of, think of know. the pool. Yeah, I don't think oh, it's but, as bad as, though, what people think when you do it. Would you agree, Danny? Like, you kind of yeah, have this imagery that's going to be blood everywhere. No, it's not. It's not that disgusting. Like, it's not, like, full-on like that. And I think as well, like, when you're intimate with someone and you're in that relationship, like, I, I think there are other things that are, that are just as gross. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like looking after a partner when they speak and bad yeah. breath and all of that stuff. Like, <laughs> if you can get through bad morning breath, yeah. Nah, you can see, get through anything. The morning breath doesn't bother me at all. I love morning sex. Oh, you it's don't. very oh, nah. Are you serious? I'm not That's concerned. Great. I'm not concerned with mornings. I love I morning hate sex. Hate morning. <laughs> You like morning breath? No, no. Okay, let's. Ta- I don't like morning breath, but once you get into it, not like it's just. Oh my god, Woody, are you gonna ever come back? She sounds like she's lost all respect for me. I've, I know. I've started my topic, my gem with periods and sex, and now she's lost it for me with morning breath. I just, I yes. morning breath is the biggest turn oh. for me. I, I couldn't Dang. even get excited if my, if oh. if my hubby turned over and he's got morning breath. I'm like out of there. It's, really? It's, it's no way. Oh, I, I am the one that said I've had sex on my period. So, <laughs> we all, like, really we've all tried it. I love that we're more grossed up by morning breath. You guys are. Sick. Me? Oh, no. You're a sick, I'm a sick bitch. How dare I? You just have a glass of water, swirl it around, swallow, on your way. <laughs> Stop it. That's sick. So what are you going to do, Stacey? What did you do? Um, I didn't have sex. 
and you I did do it. no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. I didn't, and I um and I but I wondered well, like because I've done it before, but not to the point where. I would say I was a regular doer at it, like period, like sex mm. with your period. So that's why I thought, oh, well, I better, I'll ask the girls and what better way to do it <laughs> by recording yourself while you ask. Yeah, for everyone to know. No, look, I think, like I said, I'm repeating myself now, but yeah, it, when it's the early on, no. And it's not something you do all the time in a relationship either, by the way. I need to make that clear. It's just when you have those moments where you just really can't hold back and you're like, you know what, you're in the moment and it happens. I don't think you can plan it. Like, I don't think you can go, oh, I've got my period yet, we're doing it. Do you reckon it's, it's a, I think for me. heavy and neither of you want to stop and just go, oh, right, let's just do I this. Wish. And then it's done and then, yeah. I think I'm too much of a control freak. Like, I think I, lo- I don't like the idea of not being able to control that element of what's going to happen. And Are you? I, yeah, maybe, wow. maybe. <laughs> Is it? Oh shit! There's God, guys. Yeah, I went um, even off the top with, but with periods. Like I went off to get a Brazilian the other day, and mm-hmm. and I got my period just literally before. And as I've got in, I've gone. Look, I'm sorry, can't do that. Oh, that happens period. when I get a spray tan. I'm like trying and to she, tuck up the string. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but she goes to me. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, she didn't care. She's like, no. I, I said, yeah, but I do. <laughs> But it seems like it's becoming more acceptable now in in certain... Like, this is a female that I don't even know that's willing well, to get down the, there when I've got my period. Half the fucking Actually, population it happens to. So I'm I'm hoping it starts to get a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. Well, that's true. I um went to get a wax. I've got a girlfriend that used to wax me, and I said to her one month, I was like, oh, you know, it's that time. Like, let's not do it. She's like, that's fine. All good. I'll do it. And I was like, no, honey, no. So you're right. I think maybe there is less... I'm I'm very open with it. Like I don't care. I'm like we all get it. We all get our period. Like if you don't, that's abnormal and weird in my in my humble opinion. If you don't, great. We're not. This isn't about um, making anyone feel ostracised. <laughs> We've got you know the five people that listen have checked into the fucking GP now because they're worried that Danny thinks they're oddballs. Um, but I tell you what, they'll probably become my best friend if they are. It's all good. Um, so the thing is periods like even when I actually went to say it I was like oh fuck this is a bit cliche hey, let's do a girl's podcast and talk about periods but the thing is why aren't we, why why is it that like that you know like it's periods it's sex it's waxing it's it's periods it's just a part of it right I don't know why I um I clench my vagina when I think of it like it's something a bit uncomfortable and disgusting yeah I think do you find, do you find it disgusting yeah. Stacey um yes you do. Why? I Why don't, do you find it disgusting? I don't know. I, ha- I, I, I don't know. I do. And I, you know me, I'm bloody natural part of the body, natural this. Fucking, you can't even put Panadol down my mouth. I don't like to do. But I don't know. It's blood. I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a queasy person though. Yeah. So maybe uh, it's okay. from that rather than anything. But it's so I like f- bad breath. I faint a lot. <laughs> All right. There it is. I'm waiting for fucking, I've never waited for Philip the Duck more than today. Philip the Duck needs to fucking hurry up and click on so we can change the subject. So you both stop making me uncomfortable about the fact that I'm going to pass a do with fucking not brushing his teeth. I just can't give it a try. Like, seriously, I would, you'd be surprised how many women out there are having sex on their period and just don't talk about it. Whoa. Like, even when we were talking briefly about the topics before, you know, um, Stace, you're like, oh, should we do this? It's a bit taboo. And I think that's what it is. No one really talks about it. I've mm. never talked about this before except mm. with you guys. Yeah, it's true. But I reckon heaps of people do do it. I've never fucking met you. <laughs> I know, but William, I've met you, like, for 30 seconds before, and that's it. I'm glad you know that I've 
had sex on my first. Yeah. So out of the three of us, am I the only one that's done No, Woody, you've done it a couple of times. Yeah, I've done it a couple I've of times. I've done it. I didn't, I, but I felt like I couldn't release the whole time or relax because yeah. I was worried that something oh, was going to happen. Crazy. Oh, God. Got- now I feel like a highly strung psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit sensitive today. I've got shit going on. Yeah. Now, I reckon you'll find the guys doesn't find it disgusting. I reckon the issues with us. Yeah, it's true. I reckon, sex is sex to I them. I reckon we're done. Uh, Phil hasn't um, talked yet. Phil hasn't gone Give it a yet, minute. He's probably run away. Yes, Phil has run away. <laughs> he's like, fuck oh, this, I'm out of here. Out. How the fuck did Philip end up being a bloke? Well, know. Phil's gay. Oh, no. It's yeah. such, no, Philip is not gay. <laughs> yes, well, I made him gay in the hopes that you'd like him. Oh, there we go. There it is. This is just a bit of a Your banter mate, piece. You've got bad breath as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know men hate any talk about period. You just mention it to your boss and they're out of there. Wow, that's, uh, I've got to go home. Thank God, there period. he is. Bang. Is that Phil? Yeah. You there, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Have we lost Stacey altogether? Are you there, Stacey? We scared her off too, Danny. Phil's here. I run this <laughs> show, mate. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh, that was my first cough while I was talking on air. That's great. That was sexy. All right. Oh, gosh, I got a text message as well. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Who's going next? Do you want to um, go, Danny, or do you want me to go? Go, Woody. Go, All right. We should have let the guests go first. We're really rude. Oh, you, yeah, you should have, well, yeah. Well, I wish we had it now because I still feel so uncomfortable about that, but cool. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I wanted to talk about 30 being a dirty word, speaking of um, you feeling dirty, Stacey. <laughs> um, Segway. So I recently turned 30, right, and mm. something's happened to me where I've suddenly become completely ashamed of my age and I've found myself <laughs> lying... To people about how old I am, and even like on Facebook, I'm considering changing my age because it was my birthday the other week, and everyone's like, "Ah, happy birthday!" I'm like, "No, fuck that! I'm out of here. I'm making myself younger." And I feel like, where the hell did my twenties go? Like, so is this? Are you ashamed of being thirty? Is this because of like societal rules? Like, do you feel like you haven't lived up to certain things, or? Is just 30 in your mind just old? Like, what, what is it exactly about 30 that makes you go, no, that's not me, it's not who I am? Well, so I've been married for, like, uh, seven years, way too long. And oh, wow. I haven't had kids. And yeah. I'm kind of, like, at the start end of my career. And I'm thinking, I'm bloody in my 30s. And I've got so yeah. far to go. And I feel like, especially in sometimes in a male-dominated world, that it kind of has an ugly word and that, that an ugly meaning to it. Like you're old, you're over the hill, you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of thing. They want well, you to start talking about politics. People huh? I about the other day that 30s cougar age and I was like, no, we're not. We're, like we're not, I guess we're not babies anymore. Yeah. But you, no, I mean, but we're not, but either are guys. And uh, I mean, look, to be honest with you, I don't actually think this is a gender thing. I do think most people get to this 30 age and checkmate themselves yeah see i um see even like being 30 and having kids scares the shit out of me because i'm not ready and i'm like well something's ticking and gonna wind up soon and pack its bags and go home 
And I get reminded all the time, whether it's by my hubby or whether it's by my mother-in-law or my mum or whatever, you know, like, if you want to have kids, you're going to have to start mm. now. You know how old you are. And I feel like there's just so much fucking pressure when you're trying to have a career and then you turn 30 and then there's this kind of, yeah, feeling that you're old. So I start lying. So people leave me alone. So let's go back to the story. Let's go back to the story of what you told us before we started recording about the boss. Oh, yeah. So um, that was one of the big bosses was down from interstate and we're sitting in a room and he goes, oh, so how old are you again, Woody? And I just, it just, this is the first time I've ever lied about my age and it came out so quick that I went, I can't even, I think it was like 26. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, I just lied. Why did I just lie? And I'm looking at my um, co-host, Nick, because he knows how old I am. And he's just like, probably wasn't even listening. I thought, this is the start of something else. And now um, I'll tell everyone a different age and I can't keep up with the age that I actually am. And you, and you were saying also that, um, and I thought that was really interesting where, you said I never thought I'd be one of those people, and it is. It does catch. It catches you. You know, like it. You start to say, "Okay, I, I didn't think I was going to be that person," and then you become that age, and you're like, "Oh, hang on a second, that person was pretty different to who I am now." Yeah, you do. Mm. Like, I never like. I, when I was younger, in my twenties, and I heard of people doing it, I was like, "Oh, geez, that's so superficial." You know, mm-hmm. just be proud of the age that you are, and I'm all for that. But I never. I didn't. I didn't ever think I'd be one of those people that would be ashamed about how old I am and go, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Now, Woody, does it work, though? Like, when you lie, when you lie about your age, like when you say to someone, I'm 27, do you you kind of convince yourself a little bit that you're not not 30? Oh, I'm still (laughs) living like I'm 24. That's the problem. (laughs) I actually have... um, really been what the way I've approached this because I turned 30 in July um is to be really kind to myself about it so I've gone that I just to close my eyes and lose the number and I know it's wankery but and gone I actually don't feel much I don't feel any different and I feel in terms of a, a viewpoint for the decade I feel like cool this is a brand new fresh slate but apart from that I'm I kind of am just going on feelings as opposed and then locking the rest out because I feel like mm. if we don't start doing that now, mm. you're going to be that girl that resents turning 40, the girl that resents turning 50. You've got to fuck it off now yeah. because I, yeah, otherwise it's going to be hard. I, I, I agree with that completely, but I can't. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
kind of, I got what Woody was saying about the whole turning 30 and this almost like a checklist that people live by that you would have done by 30. And that was, I think that was the hardest thing for me when I turned 30. I turned last year. I was like, my, I'm doing everything the opposite. I'm the same as you, Woody. Like, yeah. I've, essentially, my career has really only just started now. And, 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 you know, I don't have the husband or I'm not going to have babies. Like, the reality is I'm probably not going to have babies till really? my mid to late 30s. Is that? Oh, so, so you're late 30s. I thought you were going to say you weren't going to have them at all. Oh, I mean, I don't know. You don't know what yeah. life's going to throw mm. at you. But, you know, if I look at now, like I'm not even in a relationship. Like I'd like to know someone for at least three years before I even yeah. think of having babies with them. So I'm definitely not going to have babies before I'm 35. So that's, I guess, it was when I realised, hang on a second, you're feeling secure about being 30 and it's all based on someone else's rules. That's And once I took that away and went, well, what are your rules? And, that's and right. then I realised. That's right. Yeah. And that's and it's similar to you. Like I thought, my rules are that I live my life and that I'm kind to myself and kind to other people, and I'm kicking my own goals, and that made it better. And now I freaking love being thirty. And the thing I, I love fucking love it too. And then being shocked. Yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's thirty. It I is, and it. because you know what, you've taken. Yeah. It's not even about looks. It's about the confidence that you have when you say it, or the way that you kind of are smiling or giggling or saying what you did, and you're totally okay with it. That's what makes yeah. it look young like it's not it's the second that yeah. you actually fight it is the second you look old then people cl- like cling to that and go oh god because you gate yeah. you opened up that gate for them to to go there the second yeah. you actually it's a non-issue to you it's a non-issue to everyone else yeah and like so i'm right. so proud now that my 20s i like i i fucked up a lot in my 20s oh. and i partied and i traveled and i drank and i kissed the wrong boys and now in my 30s, what else I'm so what are you doing different now oh sorry i've got so much <laughs> oh, oh. I'm, I'm not kissing enough I'm not kissing enough. That's what I'm doing Well, I didn't mean that to be at you. That was more about (laughs) all those things that you wheeled off I'm still doing now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but I feel like I've got more discipline now because I just ripped through my 20s. And now I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything when I have to do 12-hour work days. Would you want to go back to your 20s, though? Nah. See, that's the thing. I don't like being 30 at the moment, but I wouldn't want to go back to my 20s because they're horrific. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta write down, Woody. I reckon your yeah. thing, your homework, is to write down your own rules. So fuck off. And it is like you talk about all the pressure that we have, like as single girls, and how it's different. But there's a whole other pressure, particularly because you've been married for a little bit now, yeah. that you have as that adult picture. You know, so you are married. So why the fuck? You know, there's a whole different approach to the things that I guess you would feel pressure from. Um, and I know my best mate is. A, you know, super busy, successful career woman that's been married for similar similar time that you have. And she just, she's over it. She's over being asked about it, over, you know, the, the babies thing. It's just another thing. So everyone's got their, I think, their own stuff, regardless of which side of the coin you are. Yeah, I think you're right. Like with, um, when once you hit 30s and you're being hassled about it for years, and even from my husband, like, you know, it could get to the point where we just can't see eye to eye. Because if he could carry the thing, you know, if he could carry the baby, give birth, I'd be happy to just go home and play with it. But the women are the ones that have got to put up with it, you know, being mm-hmm, pregnant, mm-hmm. taking time off your career, essentially, um, you know, giving birth, breastfeeding, all that kind of stuff. But it's just that immense pressure that I've found really tough to deal with over probably mm. the last 12 to 24 months, mm. really. Mm-mm-mm. 
And the thing is, guys, it's sexy for guys, though, to be older, don't you think? Like, it's more acceptable. Yeah, it's like men get better with age. They can have a baby at 60 and no one says anything. And you hear of a woman having a baby at 60 and it's an uproar. It's You know what it sometimes is also about? It fucking just comes down to time. So you're going to have to have the time for the appointments, have the time to bring the child in, have the time to learn how to fucking parent it, have the time to love it, have the time to do all this stuff. And it's like actually... You, it, it's it's obviously not just a scheduling thing and it changes your life for the better, as I've heard. But yeah, it also uh-huh. comes down to the fact that you work in breakfast radio, you're really trying to have a crack, where, you know, that takes away a good year out of that, like, for now. It's tough. Yeah, exactly. And then you've already got the pressure of your age on top of it. I can't take a year off. It's it's just impossible. If you if, if you are moving to the next step, you'll move to the next step regardless, though, mate. Yeah, and I think I think you guys are right. Like I think I don't know why or how it's happened because I've always been a confident person in my age. But just when that just it obviously was subconsciously I was thinking about it, and it spurred mm-hmm. out when I was around my bosses because I was worried about what they were going to think about how old I was. I actually reckon you're going to come yeah, full circle. I re- and I've said this to Danny before. Mm. I reckon you need to struggle with it to then come back out of it. Yeah. And then you'll come mm-hmm. out of it and you'll go, oh, I'm out of it. And because during the struggle was the time you're working it out. And then yeah. bang, you'll just it'll just kind of click again. It, that's so true. That's very true. I think I struggled with it. I think the reason why I was so okay when I turned 30 is because I was struggling with it for two years before it happened because I'm just that kind of a psycho. Yeah. I, had like, such, I had such a life change at about 28 that, I was ready for it. I kind of knew that this is all going to change. Everything's going to be turned upside down. So when you turn 30, it's almost like, you know, bang. Um, now, sorry, that was, who? what's his name again? Phil. Phil. Oh, God, you hate him so much that you don't even know his name. Yeah, I hate Phil. I really don't <laughs> like him. You know, you know, I've never been a fan of being wrapped up in any form. So, <laughs> Especially not by a gay Philip. No, and he's not fucking a homer, mate. <laughs> Why? What? Okay, wait. Why is he not a homo? Why, go, why, you go. It? I gotta go. We, you go, you go. We, that, All right, this I'm is, gonna go. We're gonna do a whole podcast about Phil one day. Yeah, we will. Okay, we'll do a whole one. Okay, let me just explain to you guys. Okay, so I'm doing women chasing men, but I need to explain it to you guys mm. first. So here's the situation. I have always, by nature, been that girl that I need to see. If I see a guy, I have to be the one that likes him. Like, I've never been the girl that's like, oh, you know, like, I met this guy and he's really interested in me. I'm going to go on a date with him and see what happens, right? That was always how I was. Then I started reading these bloody books about how to find love and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they were all telling me that I wasn't allowed to chase and that women have to be submissive and blah, blah, blah. So I spent the last two and a half years trying to be submissive. Hate the word submissive. Not, yeah, hate I hate it. the word as well. Hate it. Um, I realised a, a, few, a few months ago that I'm like, I hate this. It's not me. It's not who I am. Like, I'm a bit of a chaser. Like, if I see something, you know, I chase in my career, like we all... You guys would all know we have a very full-on career that we have to basically chase after job. Mm. I chase, you know, I chase my dreams. I like to chase my men. And I've just kind of decided that I'm going to go that way and I'm going to do it and I'm going to text whenever I want and I'm going to call whenever I want and I'm going to talk to whichever guy I want to talk to at the bar. But in saying that, there's still a little part of me that's scared that thinks I'm going to be alone forever if I take that approach. Disgust. Okay. She's just vomited. Um, well, let just, me just uh, go you, through this in my mind. So, Danny, what's the response when you chase men? Like, what, what? Because I know quite a few guys can be put off by a woman who knows what she wants and she goes after it. 
Mm. Well, I've been single for four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. I mean, it is funny, but it's not funny as well. <laughs> no, because... I don't know, but I've been giving mixed signals, I think, yeah, right. because I go, you know, I go in trying to be submissive and then I'm not and then I am. Like, I'm I do fine. that. I did that with a guy I picked up like as a one night thing a couple of weeks ago. I was like kissing him and then I was like, I'm, you're not coming home with me. You're coming home with me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yes, like, for fuck's me. sake, you're a psycho. <laughs> that's me. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, I think you're cute. And then I'm like, hey, um, do you want to go out? <laughs> do you want to drink? <laughs> do you want to do something? Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm kind of confused. I think yeah. I basically want you girls to turn around and tell me that it's okay for me to chase. Like, I would respect you anyway. for doing that because I've never chased and I don't know if I would ever. Yeah, but you're married. That's yeah. the, well, that says before. a lot. <laughs> you're the one married. <laughs> Well, yeah. well, my well the thing is, my hubby chased me for it must have been like twelve years. Oh, because um, we were great mates from grade seven. Oh, and I just always went nut, 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 nut. But eventually, I realised all the guys I was dating was dickhead, were dickheads, and that he was actually a pretty good guy. Um, so, but, but how do you go? Me? Me? Now, he, now he really wants a baby sleep with someone that I think is a pretty good guy. Like, I can't, you know, I have to be like, oh, I want you. But we yeah. touched on this last week that toxic, that kind of uh, obsessed with each other need to have you thing doesn't necessarily equal healthy long-term either. No. Nah. That's the thing. Now, the thing I've got to ask you is do how do you feel when someone does approach you or does kind of in some ways court you? How does that make you feel? Um. Oh, God. I actually, oh. I'm the kind of, I'm a bit like a guy, like if a guy's too full on towards me and he's like calling and texting and, you know, doing the whole, oh, I want to do this for you, I want to do that for you, it, I get a bit turned off, I get a bit like, oh, hold your horses, like settle down. And by the way, girls, when I say I chase, yeah. I'm not like full on single of course, white female, of course. Like, I'm just talking like, you love I, that saying. I need to feel the need to go up to a guy and, and give him eyes or whatever, like I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy, I don't run up to a guy at a bar and be like, hi, how are you, like my name's Danny, do you want a date? But I, I think I have to feel that desire first, it's okay. not a guy, when a guy comes to me and chases me, I'm like, oh, nah, you're not even giving me an opportunity to like you, mate. So I'll ask you this then, a guy that you do like that you are interested in but haven't really got around to approaching him yet, he kind of courts you. How does that make you feel? Like, would you be happy with that? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So I just feel like sometimes, like, we're happy to do the chase, which is great. But then the only problem is, is it gets to a point where then you might be dating and things are going really well. And then all of a sudden, some girls, I think, feel a bit of a gap that maybe there's a, a lack of level because they didn't have that process at the start. Mm. And then a you lack start of level. to What do you mean by level? Well, just level of not interest because you can still yeah, get interest okay. from a guy obviously through the relationship, but you know, I feel like maybe if that's something that you do like, which is when they approach you, which I je- I do believe most women do. I think it's very rare for you not to want to be courted. Um mm-hmm. Or enjoy the process at the least. So I think then you get a little bit further on and you go, well, why didn't you? Mm, And you need to be really careful that you don't want that truly because then if you do do the chase and then you start questioning him, the only person you have to blame is yourself. And I'm done.
Okay, interesting. Okay. Yes, well, I just realised that. It was a bit Dr. Phil, wasn't it? That's why I went, and I'm done. I love it. But, Danny, do you just chase... Like, if you saw a guy in a supermarket and you thought he's all right, will you approach him and chase him that way? Like, how full Not in a supermarket, but I'm not going to lie. I have dated a guy before where he was the bartender at a bar that I went to, and I went over to the bar, we started chatting, and then... um, he came over to our table, chatted, da da da, and I got the vibes. I'm not just gonna, you know, just give my number out to anyone. And then when I left, I gave him my number and I said, "Look, if you want, if you want to call me, call me." And we dated for a while, and I was the one that actually broke up with him. Really? Mm. See, I, I wasn't as cool that you. And then say. after that, he took me on a date. Like we went on a picnic. Like he did the courting thing as well. Like our yeah, second date, he that's took me nice. on this really nice picnic and blah blah blah. And then I was a bit pent off because <laughs> he was too intense. I yeah. reckon, I just reckon as long as you're okay with the fact that, you know, it may, you, you're okay with not having the courting thing at the start, like, then go for it. You know, like, I think it, mm-hmm. you just need to then not end up further on and wonder why you might be feeling like there was something missing from the beginning Actually, process. it's interesting because I've had that happen before. But Woody, just quickly, I want to hear about your process. So your partner, um, so he chased you for 12 years yeah. and then eventually you went, you know what, this guy's really nice. How do you go from this guy's really nice to being in love with him? Yeah, well, that's, it's just so bizarre because he, it was always, um, it was never equal between us. I always liked being mates with him and he was always quite hung up on me. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, it started in like grade seven or eight or something and constantly, you know, we'd hang out as mates, but he'd always be trying. He'd give it about 10 months and then he'd have another little go. And be like, yeah, no, we're friends. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. The only way I can explain it to myself is I dated a lot of dickheads. Like, I dated a lot of guys that, you know, didn't have jobs, A lot, um, some that were heavily on... No, I mean, like, drugs, you know, no jobs, treated me like shit. Oh, um, you but know, there was a bit of, of a stuff. thrill there, obviously. There was. I liked yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was attracted to that. Mm-hmm. So you could put, like, nine nice guys in a line and one asshole, and I'd always pick the asshole. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think I just got tired of that. I spent so so much time in my twenties supporting the mm-hmm. boyfriends in my life mm. and inadvertently wow. their habits. That when mm-hmm. um, you know my hubby came back into the picture because we hadn't seen each other for a couple of years, it was almost like I could then appreciate the person that he was. And yeah, okay. I think I did like maybe a little bit like you, Danny. I've probably lost a little bit of respect for him because he chased me so hard, and there was mm-hmm. no chase. There was, there was nothing for me to chase with him. Like, I didn't have to do anything for him to, like, love me. It was just kind of the way it was. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it just it just developed from there. It was really bizarre. Like, um, we started hanging out as mates, and then within, you know, I think within about eight months, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to marry this guy. And really? So not me. And how far in did you sleep with him? Oh, you don't mind me asking. Jeez, I think that was about... I probably go at four weeks. This podcast yeah. is turned into quiz the married woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, all right, good. Wait yeah, but four that's, weeks. That's the thing. Like, I've never, I've never had like a one night stand um, mm-hmm. because I've always liked a guy to work a little bit harder for it. I love yeah. that, Woody. Yeah. Hey, do you know that I reckon I, I'm all for the the chase and going backwards and forwards. But when I do do the chase, I often think to myself. This will be fun for a bit, but I won't end up with you. Like, I do believe that yeah. the guy I will end up with will chase me. 
because yeah, they'll, yeah. I, I do believe that somewhere. And in between, and I'm having some issue. fun. I think deep inside I believe that as well. And mm. I think that's why, even though I've like taken down all the rules that I've read in bloody books and I've decided to go against them, there is a part of me that goes, yeah, yeah you'll because, chase, but and, the, one, the one will fall. We'll, we'll chase you. And Dan, okay. yeah, that's it. And Dan, you got to, like, as a single girl, you got to fill in the time. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay for you to message because, you know, in the end, at the back of your head, you kind of probably know that this person isn't going to be forever. But yeah. what's wrong with having a bit of fun, having a bit of flirty texts, you know, getting a bit of sex, having some dates? Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's okay to fill the time as long as you're aware that that's what it is, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, I don't no, reckon I there are any rules, Danny. Like, and especially, don't you reckon the older you get, the more like you, you'll just be like, oh, you know, I'll try anything. I'll go, I'll be the one that approaches. I'll jump yeah. online. I'll do and then whatever. one time it'll work. Yeah. It'll just be, it'll yeah. stick. Yeah. One time you yeah. hit the jackpot. You know one what? time you you'll be having sex with your period. <laughs> <laughs> and bad breath. <laughs> oh, yes. Please. Okay, that's it from us, uh, episode five. Hey, Woody, thanks yeah. for being a fucking legend and joining us. Uh, no worries. It was a really great I, first conversation. I really feel like I got more out of this than perhaps anyone else listening will from me because... Hey, we I, didn't promise listeners, mate. Let's I, not get carried away. Yeah, I fucking feel very, um, like, a lot better. Do you? <laughs> I'm going to touch base with your 30-esque-ness in a few weeks. I'm serious. I'm going to try looking at it that way because, like I said, that's been haunting me for a couple of years. You write your own rules down and we'll we'll touch base. Woody, why don't you um, have like a a, a, – like do do something on your show with it. Have have a big bash, 30 bash, like I accept being 30 party with a bunch of 30-year-olds. I don't know. That that might be a bit OTT, old mate. I love it. I I would do it. I'm going to do it. I'll fly you in for it. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'll stay at Nick's. On that note. You know that is one that you probably will get from your chasing. Oh, my God. Because he doesn't chase. Doesn't he? Okay. I'm turning this off now. I'm turning this (laughs) off. Goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 